0: This episode is presented by Comics and Gaming Magazine, found at cgmagazine.ca, and brought to you by noblenight.com, where out-of-print is available again. Buy, sell, and trade RPG books at noblenight.com. Throughout the ages, there have been heroes and warriors who have embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors with DICE and not a lot of common sense in various role-playing games. Today, legends are told from the tales of our terrible warriors, an unlikely group of nerdy adventurers armed with some pretty stupid ideas and a horseshoe up their butts as they come together to save the day in These Warriors Are Terrible! Seriously? These are the guys we're going to go with?
1: Oh man! Welcome to... These words are terrible. I'm your host for today. I don't know who put me in the chart. I'm gonna blame Mike and Steve on this. It's Justin Eacock! Hey, I'm running the show. This is weird. Uh, we're going to do our Halloween show because, ooh, spooky. And I'm, I've been awake all day. I'm sleep deprived, I have a runny nose, I'm already hepped up on Red Bull, I know there's been a discussion online about don't give Justin the Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, you're bouncing, man, um, it's ridiculous. So this is, eh, we'll do it. To my left, your right, is Mike the Birdman Dodd from This Week in Geek, and oh,
2: this is going to be fun. Are you excited? I am so hyped, because this is the first official Call of Cthulhu game I've ever played. Oh, no pressure. Oh, so hyped.
1: Uh, I'm going to put the disclaimers before we start the game. I'm gonna have to d- disclaim that uh, what I know and do not know to the diehards at home. Um, just, you know pretend that i know what i'm talking about to mike's left we have from uh comics and gaming magazine cng we yep. have the editor-in-chief and founder and big cheese yep. and yep. all this other great stuff it's amazing it's brendan fry Yeah,
3: happy to be here thank you for having me thank
1: you are you looking forward to this have you ever played call
3: of cthulhu never played the game love the books
1: yeah you're a, you're a love craftian is that oh you don't have a tattoo of them on no, you, do no, you that's oh. just death Oh, that's just death <laughs> on your arm. That's all. Uh, happy Halloween.
2: That's not a harbinger uh, at all.
1: We'll skip. We'll skip the new one because we're gonna we're gonna leave the new one to last. Because over on the far right of the table, uh, from the blast processors and video games everywhere, and just generally hanging around, and he was running our Pokemon game. Oh. It's Julian Spillane. Yes.
4: Julian Riley Spillane. <laughs> Yeah, well someone's getting ahead of themselves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and new to the show! Never Yay! been on Terrible Warriors before. Ah. It's Bray Poison or Poisson or whatever. I don't actually have <laughs> actually ever said your name. I know, it's horrible. It's so much. People Why are say I say talking so all the time? Hard. I don't know. Uh Brie, um you, we were like hanging out, and I was like, "You got to be a part of this game" because you were getting really hyped up about the fact that I was doing a Cthulhu match, and I, know, I wanted and another then you player. Didn't,
5: you didn't have a girl. So. I
1: didn't have a girl. They all backed out. <laughs> yeah, they're thank all, you for, for not scared. making this a
2: sausage party.
1: Thank no, you very you're
5: much. As far as you know.
1: And of course, uh,
5: I <laughs> <That's> first true.
1: <laughs> I first saw Poison uh, having uh, gold <laughs> glitter poured all over your body at a Game of Thrones show here yeah, in Toronto. Yeah, I
5: was being viscerous for a burlesque show. And uh, our Caldrogo Drogo poured a thing of gold sequins over my head. Amazing. And then the stage kittens had to drag me off.
1: And so uh, all four of us are going to have to do the same thing at the end of today's show with um, glitter? I brought with, enough sequins for everyone. Absolutely. Brother. I so, really
2: hope so, especially for me. A
1: big bucket of glitter poured all over us, and then we're going to walk around Toronto. It's going to be very strange
3: and weird. Sounds fun.
1: Yes, exactly. I thought you guys <laughs> would like it. It got really hot in this
3: room.
4: That's
1: because we're here, Justin. Oh, the, the embers so of hell burn okay. bright. Well, we're going to start with uh, The Call of Cthulhu. Um, I wanted to do this game after I heard how it ran and I'd heard other things from other friends, um, but I hadn't read Cthulhu until the summer. Um, So the inspiration behind this game, just a little disclaimer to those listening, I uh, read The Rats in the Walls, The Call of Cthulhu, The Mountains of Madness, and I never got around to the rest. So I've been getting ready for this game and and, and learning the rules, and I think I've got a good idea of what we want to do. But if you want to know where the inspiration is and you've never read Lovecraft, go read those three stories. It, they're pretty easy to find even online at this point. There's even audiobooks and it's just pick up an anthology. It's a lot of fun.
3: They're all public domain right now, so it's yeah, easy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or you can just you know go to the bookstore like I did and buy like a big old book for like 20 bucks. And What's a bookstore? Every story. Is that like a Kindle? This, this <laughs> tome I have, real. <laughs> it looks like a Bible that says Necronomicon on the side and I've been carrying it around and people like, Comment on I, it,
5: I love that it's gold leaf, so right? Massive. So you can just be like, these are my holy yeah, scriptures. this are my holy scriptures.
1: <laughs> and uh, just to get us into the mood, I'll read here. Uh, uh, I'll do a little reading from the book and then I'll set the scene on where we are. And you'll all get to introduce your characters of the night show. The most merciful thing in the world is the inability of the human mind to correlate all its contents. We live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of a black sea of infinity and it was not meant that we should voyage far. The sciences, each straining in its own direction, have hereto harmed us little, but some day, in, in the piecing together of disassociated knowledge will open up such terrifying vistas of reality and of our frightened position therein that we shall either go mad from the revelation or flee from the deadly light into the peace and safety of a new dark age." I'm ruining it because I'm so excited. I'm just giggling. <laughs> so uplifting. Oh, my goodness. I dropped my tome on the floor. We're doing this era a little bit later in uh, in time than a lot of Lovecraft stories are set. The year is 1939, uh, much later than most of the stories, but it's okay. It still works. And the place is Boston, Old Boston to be specific, near the Back Bay, and we are finding ourselves in a diner at 11 p.m. at night on march the 14th 1939 and sitting around the diner are various people who are you know having their coffee reading the evening post getting away from the rest of their day ending their time they all have the different backstories and this is where we find our four players who have found themselves into the same diner tonight as they all for whatever reason are here and we'll actually get to explain who you are and what brought you to
2: the Blue Diner
1: at this time tonight.
2: All right. Uh, my character's name is Larry White. I am a uh, former World War I Canadian soldier. And I've been working the uh, docks in Boston for the last year or so because uh, the money's good. Nobody asks a lot of questions. And uh, I get to leave my hometown of Owen Sound, Ontario, behind. <laughs> Little Liverpool. I'm uh, currently at the diner, I've finished a hard night at the docks, just wanna sit down, have myself some bacon and eggs, and kinda of be left alone with my thoughts before I go back to my little apartment that I share with a small basset hound.
1: So happy. And Am you're I? sitting here at the diner, you're up near the front, you've you've come to this diner before, this is a place where you've hung out. At, at this time of the night, um, You're sitting next to uh, 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 Henry, who's a transient in the city, who comes down. The diner, uh, the lady who runs the diner at this hour, she usually keeps her tips throughout the day and spends it on coffee for uh, various uh, homeless men who come into the place who are are kind and nice and polite. And uh, that's what Henry's doing right now as he's sitting next to you. He's having his free coffee as uh, you sit next to him. You guys have gotten to know each other and you've stricken up conversations in the past.
2: So, Henry, how are you doing this evening?
1: Just another day. Just another time. Just enjoying the coffee.
2: So, uh, I'm still working down on the docks. Do you feel like uh, lifting some heavy boxes tomorrow? I can't promise a lot of money, but I can maybe... Maybe get you, uh, I don't know, 50 50 cents or more? Who knows? Uh, I'll have to wait till the winter's
1: over. My hands don't work so well in the cold. Fair enough. Until then, you know,
2: I'll be around
1: So the conversation continues between Henry and Tin and uh, sitting over there. Brendan, who have you brought to the diner tonight?
3: Montgomery Fontainebleau. He is a uh, professor at, we decided, Harvard? Harvard works. Harvard, yes. yes. (coughs) Comes from old money. He studies history and philosophy, and uh, he's here just to kind of a late-night coffee.
1: Exactly. You know this is the best coffee in town. Oh, I know. You stick to yourself. You're reading the Evening Post in a back booth behind listening to the radio playing in the background, the din of conversation among the people as you read about the, uh, the building war across the Atlantic, the uh, return of the stock market, and times are looking better now as we get ready to enter into a new spring.
5: Bree, who have you brought to the diner? Uh, today I've brought Scarlett. She's a circus performer with um, Ringling Brothers and Barnum and & Bailey. She's a pseudo-contortionist and a duo flying trapeze. Um, because performer. why not? Because why not? Everyone else chose interesting characters. So I was like, screw it, I'm going to the circus. I'm running off to join the circus. She's short, skinny, and blonde. Um, uh, and she currently has a pulled muscle in her shoulder.
1: Okay. And being the winter, Barnum and Bailey isn't currently on the road, but they'll be coming to Boston in just a few months where you're going to pick up your job as you normally do and then head onto the road during the summer months. So this is sort of your strange vacation here y- at the you diner. don't do
5: much as a flying trapeze artist when you've pulled your shoulder <laughs> let me tell you
1: so you're just you're putting yourself back together pretty much and Julian what have you brought to the diner I'm uh,
4: playing Errol Chamberlain a uh, private investigator formerly a Boston finest detective who uh, whose drinking problem interfered with his performance on the force and I'm here because uh, the waitress's husband is currently suspecting her of infidelity so I'm just sitting. I'll sip in some uh, jack-on-the-rocks while I observe and see what her emotions are.
1: Claire's been sleeping around? Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> She's just so nice and sweet-natured. Well, you, you don't know. It could it. be just a paranoid husband. He's getting those coffees for the homeless get. men. So as you're sitting around the different tables doing your different things, taking your notes, nursing your shoulder, reading your paper, talking to your friend, the radio's playing in the background, a performance from a local here, uh, Lawrence Burke, pianist. One day he might even open up a music school in the city. And uh, as the music begins to play across the room, each of you begin to drift into your own thoughts. You begin thinking about what brought you here, remembering your time
2: in the war. It was probably the most brutal time of my life, uh, seeing the Battle of Vimy Ridge, Dieppe. In fact, uh, I don't sleep much nights because I uh, saw one of my uh, trench friends, unfortunately... uh, killed called him cam
1: today you were tin cam
2: yeah that's uh we were the two brothers i always carried a tin of something could be a tin of meat could be a tin of water could be a tin of matches and can well you can guess unfortunately can's not around anymore and uh the professor what brought you here where, where what's your history
3: well i'm uh, old money kind of pushed into the teaching career kind of decided to go to with harvard and Just love history.
1: You're kind of sheltered from the troubles of the last decade. Well, I
3: have money. I never had any problems in my life, right?
1: Mm. So you you study history, right? History
3: and psychology.
1: Where's your history taking you?
3: Well, around the world, experiencing Paris, France, you know, Germany, all those areas around.
1: And to the circus performer, you begin thinking of the past and remembering good times as the piano plays around off the radio.
5: Scarlett was raised by her mother. Her mother was also a circus performer and a very famous contortionist. Um, She was always upset that Scarlett wasn't quite as bendy as she was. Um, Oh, my. (laughs) So um, she's been traveling alone with the circus for a while with only her best friend, um, Dixie, who's her partner on the flying trapeze, who's stronger than she is. So Scarlett is the flyer, um, which is always really where she wanted to be. She never wanted to be a contortionist like her mother except for the fact that her shoulder's bothering her. She's actually in the best place that she's ever been right now.
4: And
1: finally, we have our P.I.
4: staring wistfully down at the uh, my wedding band, scuffed I still wear, thinking about the, uh, the violent crime took my wife's life and drove me to drinking and led to me being kicked off the force for total reckless uh, drunkenness and abuse of power in my position. Led me to this shithole diner and uh, having to stock wives for paranoid husbands looking at the the absolute shithole my wife my life has become
5: yeah but it's a shithole diner with the best coffee right the best <laughs> coffee in town and I, good
4: bacon and eggs i got uh, my coffee with a so a the side music of continues to play so the blue <laughs> diner is
1: all of you sit at your tables doing your various reminiscences and you start other images begin coming into your mind uh, you begin to daydream you begin to lose yourself to the music images of white cloaks people round uh, and a room with stone stairs, each of them surrounding a single man in the room as they bring out knives between them. Somehow the music begins to just conjure these images in your head and you begin to wonder what it would be like to be in that room and be in that tense situation as the music begins to build and crescendo and get faster and more chaotic. Each of you are going to now roll the sanity roll. So that's a percentile die, the two D10s. And you're gonna compare that to the sanity on your
4: character sheet. Big money. Oh,
2: I'm one over. Oh. (sighs) Mm,
5: Under. Um.
1: So if you get under, you succeed, and it's by how far under is how much uh, of a success you have.
5: Okay. So my sanity is 60, and I rolled a 22. Oh, so mine's 60,
4: and I rolled a 26.
5: Excellent. Fuck
2: you guys.
1: All right, so the the three of you who succeeded, you're aware as you, you move up out of your tables and you begin to walk towards the washroom as Henry goes off to go to take a leak. All four of you walk in, just in a daze. You don't seem to be aware. It's like you're watching yourself from afar again in a dream, just watching as this happens. Each of you have brought a knife from the table you were sitting at, and all the tables have different steak knives and cutlery. and As... Tin becomes aware of what's going on. Henry's lying on the ground. There's blood all over the floor. In each of your hands, you're holding bloody steak knives. Time seems to have just skipped ahead two, three minutes. And in the distance, you can hear sirens. So you've never met before. But now all four (laughs) of you have found yourself in a bathroom.
5: Why am I in the men's (sighs) washroom?
4: Who the fuck is that on the floor? That's Henry. Henry. Now, That's you nice. failed your sanity rule,
1: and you're looking down at a body mutilated by your own hands, and you begin to panic. You begin to freak out, actually, and you go still. You're not going to be able to respond while the rest of you guys decide to make your first few moves. Are
4: all our knives bloody?
2: All your knives are bloody. Can I back up against the you wall? You can't
4: move. You're frozen right now.
2: Just. Okay.
4: What's, uh, what, what's in our surroundings? Can I take a look? So.
1: As you become aware of your surroundings, seemingly for the first time, you're in a room that's well-lit with white tiles all around you. It looks just like a regular washroom with a stall and a urinal and a sink and the body lying in the center of the floor as the blood is beginning to pool now around him.
4: Any vents or windows?
1: There is a small window that looks out, but it's one of those small sort of like one-foot horizontal windows that mm. also works as the vent for the room. All right. Sirens have been called. You can hear police sirens coming closer to the room.
4: We gotta get out of here. I agree. I don't know who you are. I don't know (laughs) why we're all here. We gotta get the fuck out of here. Uh, So let's leave one by one. Leave our...
3: Get rid of evidence first, though. Dispose
4: eh? the knives. Doesn't matter. There's no... Oh, that's right. You hear a knock at the door. Is everything all right in there? Everyone went to the washroom all of a sudden. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, everything's fine. We'll be uh, out in a minute. It's a bit of a, bit of a cue. <laughs> I want to see what the
1: uh, your, your role for that there is. showing. Lying through your panic. <laughs> I
2: think that'd be fast talking.
1: Fast or, talking? Yeah, fast talking. we a little preoccupied. Charm. She's trusting. It's just a normal difficulty.
3: Yeah.
4: Mm. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> 78. <laughs> oh dear. Did you put any skill points into it? No. Are you yeah, sure? <laughs> if every, I, I can come in if everything's decent. My pants are down. <laughs> Anybody else? Someone to help us out here? Uh, no, I'm in the men's
5: wash, uh,
3: I have no conversational skills whatsoever. The door handle's
4: starting to
1: turn. The door's starting to open up.
3: I hold the door handle.
4: Actually.
1: No, no, no. Oh, oh, sorry. I don't mean to bother you then. Just take your time.
4: And hey, let's leave one by one. She doesn't know how many people are in here. Mm-hmm. No. she's uh, She may have counted, but who knows? There could be anything. So let's just leave one by one and then calmly exit the diner and then get the fuck out of here. Agreed. Let's convene okay. two blocks down. I, want, I have no idea who you are, but obviously something brought us here. And there's a reason we're together, and I don't uh, want any of you incriminating me in any way, shape, or form.
1: Okay. So... Um uh, roll another percentile die. Who's going to walk out first? I'll walk out first. Hey, roll a percentile die I just before you do that. Just tell me what the result is. 70. Excellent. That was high enough.
3: Are you going to wash your hands first? Of course.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you begin to clean off the blood. So, again, you're, that's going to take a few more minutes then as you clean up. Um, just quickly um, how many sinks minutes? are in here? There's just one sink. I'll oh, oh. just quickly wash my hands. Okay, so I'm just...
4: actually going to go wash my hands in one of the toilets. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> Save time.
1: Yeah. All right. Don't give a shit. So now, who's heading out first? Well, I'm, I'm washing Same deal. my hands. Uh, unless. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, I'm assuming then uh, you, you're you're becoming more aware now, Mike, as uh, you're seeing now Brendan is washing his hands in the sink uh, or the, the professor here Montgomery. Yeah, in his, I'm imagining a tweed jacket the, that denotes that you're a professor. You've got the uh, the obvious gumshoe <laughs> here in the room just dunking his hands into the toilet, <laughs> trying to wash the blood off. And uh, what's, uh, Such what's, a professional. what's what's professional? The, 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 the small little girl here, the, the, the thin one who likes to jump around and fly, uh, who's got blood all over her hands? And uh, what color clothing were you wearing?
5: <laughs> um, gray. <laughs> <laughs> so you got
1: red blood on your gray oh, good. clothes. <laughs>
5: um, is, it, is it on my coat?
1: Yeah, and the sirens are getting closer. Oh, They'll good. be here any
4: minute now.
5: Um, well, I'm desperately trying to use the paper towels then to
4: blot out mm, okay. some of I'll the blood. My, I'll give you my trench. Tin? Uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm,
2: I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave look at body on, on the floor <laughs> and just kind of slowly back out of the room. I'm shoving my hands in my pockets, gonna wipe my hands okay. on the inside. Roll a sanity check as you look closely at the body.
4: All of us? Or just
5: no, me?
1: just Dodd, because he said he's looking down, <laughs> down at the body as he's walking out of the room.
5: He knew him. We don't care. Oh, yeah. Fuck
2: me. <laughs> 97.
5: Oh, Jesus. Oh. So That's
1: you're actually bad. going to fall again into a form of insanity as you're, you're walking at the body and you're starting to walk out backwards. But you start going like, no, 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 not again, not again. Take uh, two points off of your sanity. Okay. It's going to get a little lower here.
2: And the first character goes insane. Oh, he got a wild. <laughs> Just go. temporarily. So you
1: begin to start shaking. You start panicking. No, 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 no. You're making noise in the room now. Enough that might even alert uh, a mild mannered waitress outside in the diner.
4: I am uh, going to move to cover Dodd's mouth with uh, something <laughs> like subdue him from behind.
1: You're going to subdue him from behind? Yeah. Okay, so you, you, posing rolls, uh, rolls. You take your hands <laughs> out of the soaking water of the toilet yeah. and you go to. <laughs> Put him in a chokehold. <laughs> just just arm around the throat, arm around the, the around mouth. Oppose rolls? You yeah, yeah, you're absolutely going to be opposing rolls because you don't want
4: this to happen. I'm not going to yeah, let you I've get i got
2: brawling at 60. 65. Okay. So your business oh. brawling. is this
4: brawling. this I don't think this is brawling. 11. Well, that's what I'd call it. He's, just... he's using brawling to get you out. Oh, okay. Yeah, so what, what are I you trying post? to do? So I'm just tr- just trying to cover his mouth. I'm just trying to hold him and cover him and tell him to shut up. Not me. going touch me. You're
5: probably using dodge.
4: Okay, in that case, well, I'll keep my roll then. 11. 11 uh 10 <laughs> <laughs> okay but
1: what's your dodge skill here
4: uh 50. okay um
1: the extreme success where does that lie the, uh, the smallest the 50. 10. 10 so you rolled you were just over it now what's your extreme success for dodge
4: for dodge or is it for 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 strength for for strength strength is 12. So I'm 10. So
1: you rolled an extreme success. You only rolled a hard success because you weren't high enough. So in this case, Julian's the one who succeeds. Yeah.
2: So we still make noise, but he gets me quiet. No, he,
1: he, he's able to muffle your mouth. And I'm just saying, shut the fuck up. And while you're strong, he's stronger. And uh, and you're, you're so you're whispering into his ear Shut up, shut up. Okay, so you guys are all starting to get a little clean now. You think you're presentable to start walking out. Who's going first?
4: I've given Scarlett my trench so that it's covering up the obviously coated. What a gentleman. Yeah. Blood.
1: Okay, Scarlett, you're going to walk out of the men's washing with the man's coat on. Oh, God. Are you going first? Yeah, I'll do
5: it. Let's do this <laughs> That's shit. not going to look
2: a little suspicious.
5: Hey, oh, I'm yeah. a circus performer. What do you
1: in want? In the 30s.
2: Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so you head out.
1: In... So
5: head out. Um, she had a hat on, so she's got the hat on, yeah, and then yeah. she pulls the trench coat in and puts her hands in the pocket. She's still got the knife, but she's rubbed uh-huh. most of the blood off. It's in uh, the pocket of her coat inside. So she puts her hands in her pocket. So the layout of the
1: diner here is the bathroom door is just off to the back around behind the bar. Mm -hmm. There's a public telephone that's been plugged into the side. The diner kind of looks like one of those, like, it looks like a trailer. It's one of those like outdoor trailers. Okay. So kind of like a streetcar one, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. One of those uh, uh, classic diners from the from the uh, uh, 30s and 40s and uh, well, 50s as well. And <laughs> and it, it, one of those straight with the stools all along mm-hmm. the side of the bar and a couple of booths next to the window. And where the bathroom is is at the very end. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's an emergency exit right outside next to the bathroom. A phone right across from you. And then the full length of the bar heading out to the front door.
5: Okay. Um, so she's going to take it nonchalant and walk along the length of the bar. And as she passes the waitress. She's going to give her the cheekiest little smile and wink. You know, like, she I was just, wearing a different coat when I came in, wasn't I? She just looks down, <laughs>
1: shakes her head, and mutters herself, I guess he's paying the bill then. <laughs> <laughs> so you head out to the front door into, uh, the cold March weather of Boston. We still have three people in the bathroom. I'm gonna... Leave. You, you wanna go next? Yeah, she's got my coat. You okay. so. <laughs> <She's> go <going> next <laughs> okay. without a coat, and you have the exit to your right, phone across from you, and the main door down the length of the bar.
4: I'm also going to very casually walk down the bar and try to look as embarrassed as I possibly can.
2: Yeah. So he's let me go while I'm still freaking
1: out. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I'm, Just as you're looking Okay, bye. Later, Claire quickly writes
1: down on her notepad a, a, a bill and puts it down on the table. Are you gonna pay
4: for that, honey? Yeah, I'm just gonna reach in my pocket and throw whatever cash I have down and leave. Okay, just so you like, throw forty dollars. Like, you know, I'm looking
1: like <laughs> you throw yeah, you throw twenty dollars for yeah. for what only cost you a dollar for that night for uh, or twenty five cents for yeah. the uh, for the coffee. Yeah. Just go get a money Keep bags. the tip.
4: <laughs> say, keep the tip. It's like
1: kids. Must have, have been good. So you head out the front, and now as you come out, you can see the lights of. Police cars, emergency vehicles coming from the far corner down the road. Um, where we are is in old Boston. It's near the waterfront, but close to more sort of 12-story high-rise buildings. So just buildings. the inline, like, just trying to you picture. You can see the lights reflecting off the walls of another. Yeah, they okay. haven't come around yet, but you can see that they're coming down a side street.
4: All right, well, I'm going to uh, keep my eye on Scarlett and just keep moving in the same direction that I presume.
3: Yeah, two more people in the water. Okay, the I, I walk out slowly, nonchalantly dropping a ten on the table as I walk past my table and head out.
5: She's just
1: shaking her head. This is going to be one of those nights, isn't it? <laughs> oh, uh,
5: you have no idea.
1: Uh, roll a. Uh, what would be the equivalent of like a listen check? What's the
3: awareness
1: there's a, stat? Why well, have a, a listen skill?
3: There's a no,
4: spot hidden me, and a listen.
3: Give
1: me, give me a spot hidden because you're not actively listening here.
3: Okay, spot hidden. On this side.
1: Okay. Do you have that skill? I do not have that skill. All right, go do a listen then. Just as you're walking out of the room. Just. All right.
3: It 70. What's the skill? Uh, my listen would be 70.
4: Okay. Equal is a success in
3: Call yeah.
1: of Cthulhu. You hear static on the radio. Okay. You, you didn't notice it until you came out, but whatever was playing before is just, there's nothing now over the, bro- uh, the broadcast. It looks like being closer to midnight, a lot of radio stations would go dark. <laughs> Long before then, it was probably the last performance of the night. You wonder how much time has passed, and you realize you're not too sure
3: do i can i look at my watch
1: right you would have a watch
3: yeah as a professor
1: yeah. uh, so you look at your watch and 45 minutes have passed right. since you were reading the newspaper at your booth
5: well we took our sweet time
4: stabbing him now, didn't
1: we? it's now officially past midnight okay well Jesus. i keep i keep walking out it's march the 15th
4: how many just a quick question um did we have a chance to notice any of the wounds on the body like or is it just blood everywhere
1: there was blood everywhere coming out um the only one who was looking at the body was Dodd, who failed a sanity check and began to panic. And as no one's saying, the rest of you ran and washed your hands as quickly as possible, I with the murder weapons all tucked away inside of you.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: baby, <laughs> good job, everyone. So Tin, you're the last one left in the washroom. You've begun to come around. Your old buddy or a person that you, uh, an acquaintance, Henry here. Body still pooling around on the bullet floor. The three people who were in with you cleaned themselves off and walked out the room like nothing had happened, and they've. You, you hear a few of them have. We're talking with Claire on the way out, and everything's getting silent. and The sirens are getting closer.
2: I'm going out the emergency door. i actually gonna try and sneak out. Okay. Right? I do have a stealth skill. Great, roll it. All right, just give me. A Wait, do I did it take stealth? Fuck no. All right, I'll still do it anyway. 62
1: okay just as you're doing that claire's looking over the counter looking at the door as she sees the door open she starts walking looking at you very quietly trying to move out you don't make any noise but she was looking in your direction as it was happening going
2: hey what's going on over there they made a mess in the bathroom
1: oh man i got it hate that
2: i got it go go have a smoke well, I gotta
1: close up soon, anyways. Should probably call the owner again and get the janitors in in the morning. Good idea. So, are you going out the emergency exit?
2: I'm gonna say, uh, Claire, if you don't mind, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go back to the dock. So this is a little bit closer. saves me a, saves saves me about a minute. If you don't yeah, mind. Yeah, that's fine. You can settle up tomorrow. All right. Yeah, no problem. All right. I'm going to go, and I'm gonna find these motherfuckers who left me holding the bag. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> All right,
5: because for all
4: I know,
2: you've killed my friend. (laughs) Farthest
1: away from the diner, we have uh, Scarlet and uh, Er Errol. And Errol, uh, heading down. Uh, Scarlet, you still got Errol's coat. You're about a block away now from the diner. Uh, It's it's a cold, clear night. You can see the stars, but it's a cold breeze is coming in.
5: We were meeting two blocks down, right? That's what you said. Yeah. All right, so we'll go for another block, and then we'll duck down a little alleyway just in right. case the police decide to mosey on this way. I'm yeah. feeling paranoid.
1: The uh, the professor, as you're coming down now, uh, half a block from the diner, you see the police cars rounding the corner, and they're all heading down this the, uh, the south street that the diner is on here, um, barreling towards your direction. I walk like nothing's happening. You walk like nothing's happening, and... Uh, uh, Tin comes around, you're in sort of a side alley behind the diner as you're coming out onto a side street, and you can hear the sirens coming.
2: I'm going to uh, avoid them as best I can and try and... I'm going to follow the professor here, follow the egghead.
1: Okay. Well, the police cars are coming down the road, and they drive right past the diner, and they just keep going down the street. It's a bunch of them, five or six of them. They're all in a rush, and they're going somewhere, and they're heading north into the city, into, towards the downtown district. We so all bastards. go down past all four of you like nothing's happening. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Back to Scarlet and Errol. I look over at Scarlet. We're hiding in this alleyway now, waiting for everyone to show up. And I look at her suspiciously. You know, why? Thinking to myself, why were we even in a bathroom together? You know. <laughs>
2: I can think of several reasons. <laughs>
4: <laughs> trying to recount your steps leading up to being in the bathroom. Yeah. Just trying to. Can I, can I try recollection? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What would that be? There's no recollection. I don't thing. know, and I had... I
2: would call that a straight intelligence roll, personally. Intelligence,
1: yeah. yeah. I had an empty character sheet in front of me at one point so I could see what your stats look like. Oh, here it is. Uh, I'll do that in intelligence roll. Yeah, absolutely. So you use your intelligence roll to try and
4: remember what brought you there. 34, what 34 under 80.
1: So you remember sitting at the table, you were looking at your wedding band, you were listening to the music. How did that tune go again? Roll again.
4: 32 under 80. Roll a sanity check. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, 68 over 60. Hmm? 68 over 60.
1: So you lose sanity points because you didn't roll high enough, so you're down another two. Okay. But it's not so far that you're going to do anything crazy. You just begin to shake. He's like, how did that tune go again? You're just completely fixated. On the notes, you begin thinking it over in your head. And Scarlet, you see Errol just, like, drift off into his own thoughts. He's, like, unaware of of his surroundings anymore. He's not looking at you. His eyes are closed, and he's, how did that song go again? How did that song go again? You see him reaching into his pants pocket where the bulge of the knife is.
5: Hey. Hey. Hey, you. Slap. You snap out of it.
4: (laughs) What the fuck is going on here? Who the hell are you?
5: Ask me if I know. Jesus Christ, there was a dead body in the bathroom.
4: Last thing I want to do is find myself in a men's washroom with some broad two guys and a dead man. <laughs> the fuck? The professor follows up.
1: You now arrive here at the corner two blocks away. Police sirens now heading off into the distance
4: towards downtown.
3: So I'm coming up with these guys now? Mm-hmm. I call out and asking what the hell's going on.
4: He's calling out to the yeah, alley? Yeah, he's talking, talking yeah, to I, you guys. I, 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 can, I, can we see him? It's yeah, dark. Yeah, absolutely. He's okay. coming towards you. Can we identify him? Is it dark?
1: Uh, there's street lights. Like the okay. South, South Street isn't like, it's it, it's it's... A main thoroughway. so there's there are streetlights set up here. The lights are still on. So
4: right. you see him coming towards you.
5: Oh, I'm and, sorry, and that was he, me burping. And he yelled. I, yeah. What's
4: going on with you guys? Shut the fuck up and get in here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so they pull you aside to a side alleyway beside some trash cans.
5: Yeah, More glamorous like that.
2: All right, so all three of them are in the alley? Yeah. I'm going to follow in.
4: How, fa- how far away is he?
1: Um, given you were standing there lost in your own thoughts the professor just showed up you're half a block you'll be there I- I- in the next minute but i'll let you guys if you guys will have
4: anything you want to say before he arrives look there is nothing pinning us to this body except for that guy who knew him mm-hmm. you know I-, I don't know what happened i can't think i'm sure you guys don't either if you guys know anything i can't not remember, a don't thing. remember a thing. he's the only thing that ties us yeah. to this guy well jesus christ what are you suggesting Suggesting we have a nice, calm conversation with him and figure out what uh, what happened. And failing that, we take uh, heavier measures. You hear more sirens coming heavier off. Heavier measures. Distance. I'm not. I'm not prepared to go down over I, something. I, I, don't I even can't remember.
3: go down. My family would not approve of this.
4: My family <laughs> would not approve of a murder. My family would not <laughs> approve of this. Is the thing that you hear as you come around
2: the corner, Tim? All right. I want to round the corner now. They're firmly back in the alley that we yeah. can't be seen from from the street. As you come around, they're standing just outside of eye view from the street. If someone looks
1: into the alley, they'll see all of you. The thing you hear just as you turn the corner is, my family wouldn't approve.
2: All right. I want to look all of them. I I want to look very uh, accusingly at them. Like, what the fuck happened? Who are you fucks? More
1: sirens coming off in the distance, coming closer.
2: I'm going to put my hand in my coat on my revolver. Somebody better start fucking talking.
5: Do you remember anything more than we do? I don't remember a damn thing. I don't know. I woke up in this room surrounded by you
2: fucks with knives in her hand and blood on them. I want some fucking answers or I'm going to start making things happen. You
5: had happen. a knife too.
4: Yeah. You're... Pointing my gun at her. What?
5: <laughs> what? Don't you remember
4: it? I'm going to draw. If he's okay. pointing the gun at her, I'm going to draw and point at him. Yep, yep. Said, look, let's calm down. There's a dead man. We're all implicated. We all have murder weapons. Nothing will be solved by causing another body here.
1: Another stream of four cop cars go driving right past the alleyway, heading in the they same direction. They obviously
4: don't care about us yet. Let's keep moving. Older sirens are going. Let's figure this out. They're all speeding down the road. They have bigger fish to fry. We can go back to my place. I've got a scanner. We can listen to what's going on.
2: Does he have psychoanalysis to talk me down? Because I yeah. consider myself pretty tweaked right now. Yeah. I yeah, do as I well. I can roll for it, but I'm
4: just I'm just talking.
1: Yeah, if you succeed, you might make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you fail the roll, you might make it a lot yeah, worse.
4: I'm, I'm just talking. So if you want me to roll for the talking, uh, yeah. for sure.
1: no. In terms of calming him down because he is panicking and yeah. and freaking out, he's the one who's gone insane the most so far. So yeah. you know this is not going well for him, and your PTSD is beginning to take
4: over a bit. <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, I'm gonna roll anyways. Yeah. Might as well. Uh Oh, that's not good. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Seventy nine <laughs> over forty. <laughs> Cocking my uh my my so, pistol. So he's like. Listen, you stupid vet, and he starts,
1: like, insulting you and insulting <laughs> your pride, and uh, uh, he says all the wrong things in just the right order that, uh... You're, <laughs> How
2: much older is Julian than me? I'm 45.
4: I'm 37. So, okay, so you're, so, you're basically listen,
5: a decade junior, Well, at least the gun's not pointed you at me anymore. You lower
2: your piece, and we will all have a nice conversation in the back of the alley right
4: now. Let's count to three. We lower at the same time.
2: No, you lower first, because I've got the bigger gun. So do as I say.
4: Don't think that's how guns work. <laughs> <laughs> Cocking the hammer
2: back. More
1: <laughs> more sirens are coming down the road.
3: Um I pull my gun to try to stop the situation. Guys! <laughs> <laughs> you guys
1: all had guns. Yeah. Fuck. Wow. <laughs> Professor is packing. So now we're it's a in dangerous city. We're in a Mexican sandoff now.
4: The only one freeze <laughs> Scarlet.
1: Scarlet in distress. You still have the knife on you. Look,
4: Let's I, I get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like we have no answers. We have as much as many answers as you do. There is nothing to be solved by standing out in the fucking open.
2: Would I be able to roll power to kind of snap out of this? Yes. Okay. F- power seventy. Woo! Six. Okay. Wow, that's a. I'm awesome. Never mind. I'm sorry. Can't <laughs> you control your senses. Have some dip. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So the only thing you know is you're sitting in a diner. You were paying attention to this music. Lawrence Burke was performing. You're all in a bathroom and a man's dead. And there's a lot of police activity around in the city
4: for midnight. Do I recall the dream? You, with the dream? The, the, the hoods the dream? and the knives. And the... Yeah,
1: as you were going, how's that song going? All you could remember was hoods and knives. How did that song go again?
4: I'll I'll relay that. The last thing I remember is this, this, these men in white hoods with knives.
3: I would suggest we go to the university and research this. You
4: all remembered that. Okay. And the fact that
1: he saw the same thing. I mean, it's the kind of thing where you're thinking that was just in your own head, right? He's the first one to say it out loud.
3: I would say we go to the university and research what's going on. We know enough about the concept, we can kind of figure out what the hell these white hoods mean.
1: How far
4: is Harvard? From downtown Boston? <laughs> It's like a forty-five-minute drive. Yeah, yeah
5: let, let's just walk. That. Okay. <laughs> None
3: of you have a car. I'll cart we have. How, Why was I downtown if I didn't have a car? I
4: took a cab. Look, I've okay, got, I've got an apartment down the road, and I've got a police scanner. They're going downtown. We should figure out what's going on and get ourselves yeah, find a way so to tie in what's going on.
3: Okay, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with that.
5: Why do you have a police scanner? So I'm.
4: I'm I used to be a cop.
5: Oh. Huh.
2: I'll put away my weapon and say, Alright, if you think you know what's best. A yeah. bright light starts shining down the alleyway.
1: As one of the cop cars has stopped, and he's shining the light on the side of his car, down into the road.
2: What's going on in there?
5: Just prostitution, sir.
2: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start, uh, going, It's alright, I've had too much to drink! Public indecency is a crime, get yourself home, you bum! We're walking him home,
1: officer. Sir
0: i uh, doing so good.
1: His partner passed him on the shoulder. We got bigger fish to fry. They turn on the sirens
4: and they peel off down the road. All right, let's uh, beeline to my shithole roach apartment.
1: Mm-hmm. So as you head down the street down into uh, further into old Boston, it, there's a lot of police. They're setting up roadblocks down on the main roads. There's more police that are heading downtown. Um, a lot of people who would be on the streets are off the
4: streets. Do we pass any on the way?
1: You don't pass any people on the way. Any just, cops? Just more cop cars just driving past fast. They're not paying attention to you.
4: All right. This is fucked. Something that they... They never send out this many officers. I've never seen this many officers deployed to one location.
5: I didn't even know they had this many cop cars. Yeah,
1: right? It's like they're they all awake and they're all out there right now. Feels like... Uh,
2: is they're there just any... pushing
4: cop cars off the Ford plants at this point.
2: Is there anything <laughs> significant about this area? Maybe you might know something?
4: Um. It's just, it's just Boston. I mean, you know, this is its home.
2: Is there anything maybe like crime down here anything there might be a reason they want to block off the roads
4: the only thing i could think of would be a, a, a rob bank robbery a murder but not not this many i mean there's there would have to be a wanted felon on the loose and they the federal marshals would have to have been called at this point okay
1: so i'm showing you the map here of where we are uh the the, the x closest to the water is where the the south diner actually is in real life mm-hmm. and where I marked the second X is deeper down. You have to cross a river to where your apartment, your flat is going to be, your Mm -hmm. little dingy one bachelor room with a single exposed light bulb. Mm -hmm. Um, The cop cars are all heading towards the center uh, there in the middle of the peninsula uh, where places like the museums and City Hall and the Opera House, that's where they all are down the center. I'm
4: guessing by the location and the number of cars, I think something big must have gone down. The, I'm an assassination, a uh, political. Were there any people, any famous figures in town? We need to do some research and, and figure it out. It's, um,
5: it's not normal for people to not be out on the street. I know it's the middle of the night, but there should be drifters. And... What, day, what day of the week is it? Damn it.
1: I was hoping you guys would keep
4: talking for a little second because I was going to look that up right now. Right <laughs> I think we should... Uh, you know, we should be thankful. Uh, whatever this going on is going on right now, they'll, they'll, there's nothing that'll tie us to this crime. Yeah,
5: I'm massively thankful we murdered some guy in a bathroom.
2: His name great. was Henry. Let's not forget that. He had a name.
4: Had. It's the thing, buddy. They all have names. You see enough of them, they just become John Doe to you.
2: Let me ask you something, Junior. How
4: many people have you seen die in your time?
2: It was Tuesday night. It's Wednesday morning. So it's the middle of the week. Okay.
1: So okay. yeah, for
4: this amount, yeah, that's, that's obviously weird. fucking weird. Um, so you, uh, I don't even care to uh, to think back too many.
2: When you've seen them die by the thousands, we'll
4: talk.
1: All right. So you arrive at your apartment. I guess you show them in. Yeah. You got the keys. You get into the place. Now I'll go sorry. wash my hands. Uh, sorry
4: about the mess. Everybody get cleaned up.
1: <laughs> okay. So I'll give you your coat back.
4: Hang it up. <laughs> Grab another one off the coat. I've got a few trenches. <laughs>
1: They're all. You have five identical-looking right. trench coats. Same <laughs> with the hat. Some, yeah. some more
4: dirtier than the others. I'm going to change up my fedora.
1: Yep. This one's been flattened out. You pop it out. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you have your you have your scanner in your apartment, you said?
4: Yeah, I'm going to turn on my, uh, my radio scanner.
1: So as you start l- listening to the frequencies, you can hear there's a lot of panicked uh, uh, department heads and lieutenants who are organizing. They're closing off the roads. There's been um, unconfirmed strings of violence that has gone across the city. And something happened down at City Hall, but no one's saying it over the radio. They're they're keeping it quiet, and they're keeping it off the, the main lines in case anyone else is listening in. They don't want to cause a panic.
3: So it seems like more than just what we had tonight happened around the town.
4: Well, fuck. That's not good. Not at all. No kidding.
5: Scarlett is trying to wash her coat in the kitchen sink.
3: I just took off my jacket. Any blood <laughs> remaining? Burn it. Good Get idea. rid
5: of
4: your clothes. We've got I, I've got spares. Just burn burn the bloody things. Don't have anything that can tie you. You can't wash yep. that that out.
1: Everyone give a listen check.
4: What? Stop collaborate listen. and listen. 21 under 60. Ooh. 58 over 40.
5: Jesus Christ. 72 over 20.
3: <laughs> <laughs> 31 under so, 670.
5: So, yeah,
1: more like, instead of giving me, because I, I can't do the quick math <laughs> had in terms of it's half, tell me if it was normal, hard, or easy. Because you can look at the numbers and compare yeah. it to the three numbers on your stats. Mine was hard. So you tell me if it's hard, normal, or extreme. Or if we failed. Mine was Or, or if you failed altogether. <laughs> yeah,
4: I
2: failed that one totally. Okay. Yeah,
1: I failed that. And so I have a hard success. You had a hard success, and you had hardest, you success. Had hardest success. So uh, uh, both the professor and Errol here, um, uh, Lots of scurrying coming in from the hallway, m- m- scratching on on the floorboards. Something's moving around outside the door.
4: What the fuck was that?
3: I heard it, too.
1: What? It's a lot of, lot of scratching coming around. The and doors or the floorboards? It, they're the floorboards, but by the doors next to the side of your apartment from the hallway.
4: All right. I'm going to draw my uh, my Smith and & Wesson and point at the door. Everybody get behind me.
1: So at this we'll point- Will do. As, as as everyone begins to pile behind Errol, the light at the bottom of the doors that would normally be in from the hallway where the light never turns off is being blocked out. There's as, as lots of little shadows moving around at the foot of the door. There's lots of scratching. Just scratching and noise and scratching and noise.
5: What floor is your apartment on? Second. Second floor. Is there a fire escape?
1: Yeah, that seems reasonable. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, this we can probably get to one. One of those, one
1: of those metal ladders that only mm. work one way.
4: Okay, let's back up slowly and see what we can do, but... Do we, is there any indication, is anything that we'd recognize the sound? Or is it just scurrying? Oh, uh, yeah, give me oh an on. intelligence check <laughs> to the
1: two people who can, to, well, Errol now, as you're looking at the door and you know the sounds of your apartment, give me an intelligence check.
4: It uh, would have to be a hard success, at least. As a regular success.
1: Uh, it sounds like an animal, but you just you've never had a pest problem in this building before. Jesus fucking
4: Christ, what is going on tonight? Must be a full moon or something.
1: It's not. <laughs> it is uh uh three quarters moon according to this calendar. Well then. Oh wait. It was a half moon on the twelfth. Oh.
4: So, no. so, so yeah, there's a fire escape behind us. Go out the window, try and climb. Okay. Let's see what we can do. I'm so who's the
1: first one to get to the window? I'll do it. Okay, just as you My- walk towards the window, um uh, I'm gonna startle you here because something okay. smashes into the window, <laughs> bounces off of it, uh Looked like a bird came crashing against the window and bounced off the glass. What the
5: fuck is a bird doing up at midnight? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe it wasn't a bird.
4: <laughs> hey, is it like did it did it break through the glass? No, it just bounced off the glass. Jesus, All right, Are you I'll gonna go back towards the window definitely again?
5: Definitely jump back, like really shaken. Yep. But the things in the hallway look a little more pressing and concerning. So keep going towards the window.
4: Hey, okay, keep going towards the window. Yeah, I'm backing up slowly. Gun still trained on the uh, on the door.
5: Okay, two more. Pam, pam. Another
1: <laughs> against the window. There's more sounds coming against the window. This time, uh, give me um, uh, what would be the equivalent of a look check. Uh, Con, strength. I guess it would be intelligence. No, those are ideas. God, I don't know. Um, yeah, just another intelligence check to see if you can recognize what was just hitting the window. There. You're the only one who's close to the window. The rest Unlikely. of you are all looking at the door.
5: What is this? Oh
1: no, that's a fail. That's a fail. Just birds, bugs, something, <laughs> rocks. There's something in the window. You There's just begin to thing. scream. <laughs> You're screaming because of the startling of
4: uh, of the, the the noise hitting against the window. Shit. Yay. Fuck. Uh, okay. Um. It's just hitting the window, um, and the thing's staying outside. So let's let's. What do we do, Professor? What the fuck is going on? You look like <laughs> an egghead. <laughs> The walls,
1: I, I, the the door is now beginning to shake and move. as whatever is crawling around it, it's more weight's being pressed against
4: it.
3: I said, get okay. out of here.
5: I curl into a ball on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> out there looks much
3: more dangerous than what's outside. So let's go out the window.
4: All right, let's. Okay. All right, then let's. Uh, who
3: opens the window? Not I'll, I'll, I'll me. Do it.
1: All right, <laughs> Professor moves up. You open the window, and five bats immediately fly through the opening that you just opened. In and they're now flying around the room more bats are smacking against part of the window and outside they're going up and down the alleyway they're just fucking bats so I can see that they're
5: bats now right yeah, yeah okay, but it's well,
4: bats in they're... March which is a little weird
5: weird yeah, but dark. they're bats yep yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
4: alright well, let's just keep moving through these, this swarm of bats and get down
1: <laughs> more bats are coming through the room the room is beginning to fill like it's an unnatural number of bats for March the 15th get the fuck out, get let's the get the out of here quickly <sighs> they're all moving down they're uh, the the sound of the scurrying so you begin to move out of the uh, the window but as you're moving against the window um is it the professor going first
3: I'll go first right now
1: all right okay they're they're moving past your face they're scratching at you but they're not actually hurting but they're moving and they're building up a number who's going second
4: I'm gonna uh, y- were you actually on the ground Scarlett <laughs> Scarlett <laughs> oh yeah no I'm totally to like ground? curled
5: up into a ball yeah, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm
4: gonna I'm gonna just try to help you to your feet and...
1: okay cool we All are. right. So the two
5: of and, like, you who are staying the in window. the room. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, the two bat, the uh, the bats that are in the room begin to swoop down and scratch at you and pulling at your face. Okay. And uh, the, each of you takes two points of damage as they go around the, your the, your neck and your flesh, and they're going at your arms and they're Ow. really scratching away at you. They're, they're getting it. violent, and whatever it is in this room, they're so agitated and. Bats don't attack people. In
5: that case, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, out,
1: out, out. <laughs> All right, Tin, what are you doing? I'm
2: getting the fuck out of here.
1: All right, Tin makes a beeline for the window.
4: Yep.
1: And uh, the bats are flying around. They're going past your face. And they're hitting your hair and they're hitting your body, but they're not actually landing any hits. So you're climbing out. The two of you, the professor and Tin, are now out on the escape, and uh, Errol and Scarlet are still in the room. Are you Are going for the window then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going for the window. Okay, so you're going as fast as you can. Um... You're going to have to roll for me um, strength checks for the speed because you're also fighting against your panic now, Scarlet. You're saying you're in a fetal position. Roll a second die, and that's going to be your 10's die. It's a penalty die. You're going to have to take the lowest roll of the two.
5: Okay. So I've got a two on the 10's die and a zero on my other die.
1: All right. Oh, sorry, the lowest result, so uh, the highest die. So two. So it's two. So they were both two? No, there was a zero and a two. No, there was oh, a zero, zero and a two. two.
4: Okay, so you take the two. All right,
1: well, that's actually still yeah. a really good and result.
4: And I, roll, I rolled um, an epic success or an extreme success.
1: So so Scarlet goes first and like jumps through the window like it's a hoop back <laughs> at the, at the uh, circus and uh, spiral barrel rolls through all the uh, the bats that are flying through the window. The room is now full of bats. You, the, the light from the single light bulb hanging on the ceiling is being shadowed out as the room is turning dark for the number of bats filling the room. Uh, the last one out, Errol... Uh, do you look back into the room at all? Yes. So as you look back out into the room, the bats are filling, and the door gives way, and a wall of rats begins to fill into the room, and you're going to
4: take a sanity check, because this is far. I shouldn't have said yes, but I wanted to. <laughs> I really wanted it was, to. It was your apartment. Yeah, it never so. So it look you back. Wouldn't. All right, that's not bad. 46 under 58.
1: Okay, so you hold on to your sanity, but you only take one point of sanity damage, and I won't be rolling any dice. And uh, you make it out into the... Escape hatch, but not before. Oh, no. Rolled too high. So the bats don't hurt you. Oh, but God. they're uh, the bats that were outside are now almost completely inside. And you're heading down into the alleyway. I'm going to
4: shut the window behind me as we just shut. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there's still some bats flying around outside, but they're taking off in different directions. And uh, again, you hear different screams coming in from inside the building as they're filling into the other rooms.
4: Fuck. Let's get out of here.
1: Okay, so at this time now it's about one in the morning, or not one, about twelve thirty. It's been about half an hour since you ran from the diner, and uh, the, the the city's getting kind of. Except for the screams coming from the room, you don't hear the sirens like you used to. Where do you want to go?
2: We could go to my place. <laughs>
5: yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, where apartment? do we have to go?
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if apartments are safe now. I mean, this is bats and rats. What the fuck is going on? This is this is not. Never in my my years on the force have I ever seen anything like this.
1: Okay, well, you have. Um, I've shown you the map of Boston there. You can try and head out of the city towards Harvard, as has been suggested. Well, there's um, a lot of people there. There's so that, that point of idea. interest in the center of town where they're keeping things secret. Maybe but,
3: it's related to what happened to you. But going anywhere near police right now might not be a good idea.
4: Yeah, I think it's only going to raise questions. And while I've still got some contacts on the force, I, 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 they wouldn't be able to still
3: tell me that anything. that
1: song that Errol can't get out of his head, still playing, that performance from Lawrence... It was being broadcast from here in Boston.
3: Where's the radio station?
1: It wasn't done at a radio station. It was live on location at a new building that was being set up in the Back Bay uh, on Boylston Street. I suggest we check that out. Lawrence Burke wants to set up his music school. You've been reading the newspaper, so you know all about yeah. the culture in the city and what's been going on.
3: I used to check that out. See what's going on. Right. That's, that's the last thing we remember. I want to know more about it.
1: Is so there a suggestion? I think this is an Sounds. awful idea.
4: Sounds... <laughs> I, Seems I don't even know why we're why we're investigating this. Why don't we just get the fuck right, out of here? I can and- show you on
1: the map. You're here, over where Errol's apartment was. Wilson Street is up here. From where you're gonna be passing, you're gonna be passing by the public garden, which is a big so Boston city Commons park. basically. Yeah, the Boston Commons, big big like a, a big forested park area. Um, at <laughs> One in the morning, uh, as you're walking down the streets. Towards the river, it looks like a lot of the main roads are being roadblocked. They're not letting people pass through. They're locking down the city.
5: Well, why don't we get
4: out before they lock this place down?
3: I'm yeah, revisiting my take, Harvard idea.
4: Let's take a let's take a car and just get... Let's see if we can find a car and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Does anyone have a car? Does anyone uh, own a car? I,
3: I'm old money. I should have something.
1: You have a car, but because there was a chance that you might have been having something to drink at a diner, <laughs> you took a cab and... None of you mentioned that you owned a car leading into it. You were just yeah. at the diner here downtown. Uh, you might have all lived downtown for all I knew.
4: Okay, let's let's. You know what? I I I think that we'll find out more information if we go follow this. I don't mean to dislead, lead, but
1: the the park is still open, but the the, the streets heading out of the city, I mean, are being closed
4: mm-hmm. off. So we could cross through the park. You can with,
5: cross the with river. what just happened with bats, you want to go to a park?
4: Yeah, I I say let's we'll be safe in a car. Let's fucking steal one if we have to, and get and beeline out to to Egghead's little place out. In, I'm in down for stealing cars.
1: All right, well, there's
2: a few cars parked
1: I'm, on I'm
5: side. we yeah, little... now successfully
4: pulled Grand Theft Auto. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm a little bit of a locksmith. I've been practicing. I have lockpicks. Yeah, no, you want a good thief. Yeah. Hire a circus performer.
4: <laughs> give it a give it a shot, and uh, I can hotwire this thing. This used is, to, this, is so well <laughs> this is doing so well for my
5: profession. Used to money four times a night. This is doing so well for my profession. So you, Yelled at by my boss when I get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's
1: a little eight. Ford four door that's sitting there on the side of the road. It's
5: it's a um, middle success.
1: Uh, okay, so uh, just a normal success or or uh, the second number? No, the second number. Oh, okay, so, so a hard half. success. Oh yeah, so you 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 get in there and ah. you 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 have um, you have your hair pins and stuff that you're using to. You know, keep well, she actually together. she
5: actually has a lockpick.
1: Of course, you do. Because uh, I so, put point, I put points in that. You nice. click it in
5: there, and you play
1: with the tumblers. The door opens right away. You you have access to the car. Now you got to get it turned on.
4: I uh I nod appreciatively. I I, I like someone with lock picking skills comes yep. in yep. handy. Yep. Uh, the master of unlocking. Master of unlocking. Jill, the master <laughs> of unlocking. Um, I am going to attempt to hotwire the car because this is something I know I've done before. Yeah. So uh.
1: All right. So as your okay. So uh, intelligence roll check. For I guess. intelligence there. I so. have electrical repair. That Might <laughs> hey, default. You could use that. You absolutely. Try you can yeah. you can help him with yeah. the electrical repair, yeah. pointing out the wires he needs to look at. So a right.
4: double roll. Oh 71 yeah. 71 over that's 30. A, that's an that's an epic success. I got an epic success on my intelligence. So
1: he's good. Oh, nice. <laughs> the car comes to life. All right. Use uh-huh. the
4: gray one. So <laughs> where do What do you want to go? You got a working car. All right. Uh, I say. Harvard is, you know, it's about 45 minutes out of here. Is the tank full?
3: I have connections. I so we can be safe there.
4: What's the what's the gas like on this? Um, I mean 45 minutes of driving isn't bad, but You question. have it's 56% full. All right. Mm-hmm. We can make it. Um or do we just want to get the the hell out of here and just and regroup somewhere?
3: I say go to Harvard. We can I want to know what's going on. I do not like being pulled into this.
5: All right. Harvard sounds like as good of an idea okay. as
1: any. So you start making your way, and uh, as you're going down the main road, there's a few cars that are trying to leave the city, and uh, the police are slowing things down. Think of it like a ride check is today. Mm-hmm. All the cars are going single-fire, and they're going through like a road check, and the cops are bringing out flashlights and looking in the cars. You guys all still have your knives on you, don't
4: you? No, I don't. No, no. We, we left them in his apartment.
1: Gone. Yes, you did. Everything's you did gone. You did clean it. So you're driving down, you're all clean, just... Four friends returning home from a late night on a Tuesday evening in downtown Boston. Yep. And uh, the uh, the cop comes in. He goes out the door. Are you heading home or are you heading out? Who's he- driving?
4: I am. Oh, you're driving? Yeah. So he's asking you. Heading out. This uh, seems like a, a night to get to the countryside, if you know what I mean. It's a little uh, unruly in the city tonight.
1: Kind of looks over his shoulder, like I can't see anything. But grab a paper in the morning. He kind of waves you through. Drive safe. Thank you. All right. So as you're driving off, we'll end this episode here, kind of rather anticlimactically. But we're coming close to the hour. You're heading off to Harvard, and uh, you'll you'll arrive relatively unscathed from from the night. But as you uh, find the paper in the morning after you get them accommodations in wherever place that a professor has tenure set up. I'm sure you have a guest room. You, you all we're, all, we're all just sleeping on the floor to, of the classroom. You yeah. don't sleep soundly at all. We'll deal with how the sleep goes when we return into the episode two because um, i got to read up on that. But the, uh, the newspaper in the morning will say that the mayor has been killed. A string of violence has swept the city. There's a mystery of what's happened in Boston, the Ides of March. And we'll come back for episode two next week. Extra, hey. extra.
5: Read
4: all
1: about Read it. Read all
5: about it. Man dead. Bunch of people stabbed. Shit went down.
1: No mention of going the transient in the back of a diner. But maybe it's that's on page 16. Don't
2: <laughs> be telling white folks the truth.
1: So thanks for <laughs> helping me go through the paces here for the first time. We got three more hours yet to go here for Call of Cthulhu. And, and it is going to get darker and creepier. Uh, We just needed to set the scene. So I have been, hey, I've been Justin Eacock, running through Call of Cthulhu here on These Warriors Are Terrible, and we have been tonight. Mike the Birdman Dodd, Brennan Fry, Free poison.
4: Julian, the thing on your doorstep's B'Lane.
1: And uh, that is a microphone rocking out of control. (laughs) Controlled by the old ones. (laughs) Follow us on Dice Warriors on Twitter, and we'll see you all in uh, just a few days for the exciting, exciting continuation of Call of Cthulhu. Yay. Yay! Just cue the extra music, it all builds up.
0: You have just listened to These Warriors Are Terrible. Did our Terrible Warriors succeed in saving the day? Did someone do something completely insane and stun the GM into a stupefied silence for asking if their horse had a mustache? And lastly, did someone get punched squarely in the goodie bags? Also, are there any settings or RPG adventures you would like our Terrible Warriors to play next? Do you have your own awesome or insane stories of your own RPG conquest or failures? Comment on this episode post. Message us on Twitter at Dice Warriors or email us at feedback at thesewarriorsareterrible.com. Until next time, geeks and gamers, the dice has been put away, the books back on the shelf, and the Cheetos stuck to the floor for these warriors are terrible. Terrible!